Hello, 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 everyone. It's Daniel speaking here, and this is our next emotional English podcast where we learn an English language effortlessly, emotionally, fulfilled with energy, and of course, positively. All right. So, how was your day, guys? It's uh, 7.02 on my watch, a.m., right? Uh, that's a beautiful morning, and uh, it's a beautiful chance to live life. Some of you guys are listening my podcast when they're walking. Some of you guys are listening my podcast when you're just jogging or doing some other stuff. Maybe you're washing your dishes. Maybe you're cleaning your stuff in the room. I don't know. But it's a right decision to listen something good for yourself. To be aware here and now. To listen and grow. And uh, some of you thinking, um, oh, uh, my English is good enough. And I can listen to information in English, right? It's um, absolutely correct. If you understand my words, it means that you do have enough skills, listening skills, to uh, understand other people in English. My congratulations! It's a very good achievement. If you do not understand most of the information you hear here, um, it's not a big deal too. Just listen more and train your ears. Train your ears for better English, okay? I have another great topic for you guys for today. It's called seven things most people take a lifetime to learn. Um, I'm using uh, Instagram.com. Sometimes I see some great topics there. And the channel which I use, it's called Winner Spirit. They post um, just great quotes and just some recommendations you can implement um, in life, right? It's very cool. Highly recommend you guys to subscribe. And it's not a <laughs> commercial or something. It's just... Um, my own thoughts and uh, what I use in my life. Um, by the way, uh, today is the 20th, right? December 20th, right? It's the really cool date because it's almost a little bit more than one week to go and we are facing another year, right? Now we need to think deeply uh, about our previous experiences, right? We have to plan our life and the next podcast is going to be about our resolutions right i'm gonna um you know i'm gonna concentrate on my plans and my revision um of the previous year right it's, it's gonna be very interesting i hope you guys would love it and uh we'll speak about life about things uh but today seven things most people take a lifetime to learn. Um, yeah, so when we live life, we think about different stuff, right? We think about food, we think about our actions, we think about our books, we think about our thoughts, <laughs> right? Are they positive or negative? So we just do our job in the way we do it, right? So, and you know, we have some different thoughts, 
Sometimes we have positive thoughts, sometimes we have negative thoughts, sometimes we have neutral, neutral thoughts. It means somewhere in the middle, uh, without color, right? Neutral. And um, we want to change, right? We want to change something in our lives, right? We want to change the way we think. We want to change the way we do things, right? And maybe this list going to help you with that. So because you can evolve, you can improve, you can um, you can change things in life every day, repeatedly, constantly, do your job. And the thing number one from the list, it's called feeling sad. So we feel sad a lot, right? Uh, we feel sad always when we have something bad right we have a bad mood we have negative reactions right so we feel sad when uh, we make a decision uh, and that decision doesn't mean it was the wrong decision right okay sounds weird i would read it again feeling sad after making a decision doesn't mean it was the wrong decision yeah it's like a statement here uh when we make a decision and um we think this decision was bad for us right but you know what it is not most of the time all bad decision uh, led to something good in our life right uh, it led to something amazing because without bad experience you couldn't feel good experience in your past right and you can realize it only now so when you feel bad about something you've made uh, you need to think thrice because that could be a good experience that could be an experience uh, which led to something really good in your life right so feeling sad after making a decision doesn't mean it was the wrong decision every decision you make in life is good for you i would try to explain why because when you make a decision you think and you use full potential of your brain, of your knowledge, you, you just couldn't do something else, right? You've done what you've done and you've made a decision with the full potential of your brain, thoughts and experience. So you, you just, you mustn't say to yourself that you did something wrong because you did your best, okay? Um, nothing you could do differently you did the right thing yeah you had a bad um you know consequences after all but it, it doesn't mean anything okay it means only the experience you've got so don't feel sad about it feel happy feel great feel amazing about your experiences positive negative neutral whatever it's life you've lived you've lived life and 
this is amazing when you live. Some people, they have poor decisions, right? What do I mean by poor decisions? It's when you, um, when you do something wrong. Let's imagine you decide to drink alcohol instead drinking water, instead of drinking water, right? This is a not a good decision. This is a poor decision. And uh, maybe you think it's a good decision to have fun, to feel better, right? But then you realize that, man, that was wrong. But still, maybe for that type of experience, for that type of moment, it was just great. It was just what you need, right? Um, you just need to understand what's good for you, what's bad for you. And when you did something wrong, don't blame yourself. It was not right, but feel good about your, um, about, about your analysis, right? About your um, revision, right? Because you revised your previous experience and uh, you feel uh, you get more um, out of it, right? Just so, just think of it. Feeling sad after making a decision doesn't mean it was the wrong decision. Life is not tiring. Life is not tiring. It's the second statement here. Life is not tiring. What does it mean tiring? You know, most people, they don't understand that Tiring, it means um, an adjective from the word tired. You know, you feel tired sometimes. And you know what? I, uh, I have the book, right? Just general English course, which I do with my students. And I don't see some of these adjectives there. You know, it, it's, it's, it's the words uh, which listed in the places like life in general, right? When you understand, okay, the word tired it's came from what? It came from, <laughs> from, from something like tire, right? Uh, to tire someone, right? Um, and uh, tiring, it's an adjective. Life is not tiring. Uh, life does not make a move uh, to make you tired, okay? So life is not tiring. Wanting life to be a certain way, but not having the confidence to make it that way is tiring. What does it mean? Let's go step by step. So, you know, sometimes you want your life to be in a certain way. To be in a certain way, it means you want your life look like you want it to be, okay? So let's say you want your life be successful, right? You want all actions be successful, but it doesn't work, right? And you're not having the confidence to make it that way. For example, you know you want to wake up early, you want to wake up 5.30 a.m. or 5 a.m., but you are not that confident. Confident, it means brave, right? You're not that brave. Uh, and uh, you're not having that confidence to make it happen, right? But, and that is why your life is tiring, right? Your life is tiring because you're not, you're, you're making a poor decisions, right? You do the opposite, right? How to make your life great? Okay, uh, it's a good question. 
you can do the opposite. When you want your life to be a certain way, right? Um, you just do what you have to do. Okay. For example, if you want to wake up early and do your routine, so just wake up early and do your routine. Easy to say, but not that easy to do, right? And again, um, do a little microhabiting like we discussed before. Microhabits, it's the key to success. In Japan, it's called kaizen. Use kaizen. A little, small, tiny step forward, right? And uh, this 1% of action today gives you a hundred percent the full realization in the future. It is great. Life is not tiring when you do things which leads, which lead to your own success. So wanting life to be a certain way, but not having the confidence to make it that way is tiring. So don't be tired of your life. Do things which are important and accomplish things greatly. Self-awareness or awareness, right? Uh, sorry, awareness. Self-awareness is realizing that there is no opponent you're fighting against yourself. This is a very good phrase. I love it so much. The third thing we have here in the list, self-awareness is realizing that there is no opponent you're fighting against yourself. Yeah, perfect. Let's see, what does it mean, self-awareness? Uh, why I say awareness? <laughs> awareness, of course. Uh, be aware, right? Be here and now, be aware. Right When you are aware, you here and now, you are in this moment. You know, when I do my yoga practice or my meditation, I'm trying to be aware. I'm trying to concentrate my attentiveness on the moment here and now. It's my mind concentration. So self-awareness, it's the ability of your own concentration on the moment now. And the self-awareness is realizing that you can realize when you concentrate, you can realize things, right? You can realize that there is no opponent, right? There is no opponent here. So when you stay here and now, you can understand that there is no one else, just you. No one else, just you, only you. And you can evolve greatly when you have your self-awareness and you realizing that there is no person instead of you, you are here and now and you fight not against somebody else, you fight against you. Your laziness, your procrastination, your fuck-ups, right? You fight with your own self. And... Uh, you need self-awareness. You need this attentiveness to realize that you're doing something wrong. That's, you know, the, the, the world is not fighting against you. You're fighting against yourself. And you know how people say uh, the world is the mirror, right? So you just, 
it, it, it's, it's not a transparency. It's just a reflection, right? When you look at the mirror, you see the reflection of yourself. And you, do you want to see your real opponent? Just look in the mirror. Look at the mirror. Look at the mirror. And you see yourself here and now. Be aware that there is no one in the mirror, just you, okay? And you're fighting against yourself. Every day, every moment of your life, you have no one to fight with. You have only yourself. And you know what? I didn't understand that point for many, many years. I thought that I live in, um, in the, on the free market, right? I mean, we have a free market economy. So it means that every single, every single person have to fight against each other, right? It means if I am an English teacher, right? I have to fight with other English teachers, but no, <laughs> it doesn't work like this, right? It's an illusion. It's a total disaster in your mind because just imagine, just imagine this little tiny idea. Um, when you think that someone else is fighting against you, you create an anger, you create the disaster in your mind, like this negative energy can destroy you. For example, uh, someone else looks uh, more beautiful than you, right? Let's imagine, it's just, it's not true, right? Because all of us are beautiful, but let's imagine you think that way, right? For example, I'm an English teacher, I'm just starting my journey, and I see someone who is doing much better than me, right? And I think, oh my God, poor me. I have no chances to win the battle, right? How could I, how can I have my new students, if I see that the guy like this, right? He would steal everyone. He will steal all my students, right? But it is not true. It is not true. It is a very big mistake. I made this mistake. And you know what? When I have more than 30 student, students in my waiting list, I understand one important thing. Other people, are not the enemies. I mean, um, your competitors, right? Your opponents are not the enemies. They are your friends. They're your friends. They're um, just the picture how you can do. Uh, and you can just have this consistency and evolve day by day, step by step. If, okay, just imagine an English teacher, your English teacher is not your opponent, right? Yeah, he can speak better than you, right? But it doesn't mean that he is your opponent. Yes, you, you're you a little bit jealous, right? You can say, oh, I want, I want to speak like this guy. But let's be clear, it is not the clue. You want to learn English, not for the beauty of speaking, right? You have your own idea, why do you want to study the language, right? Why do I speak? Why do I grow every day with my English practice? Because I see a little bit bigger than just the language. I see the lifestyle. I see um, just a better brain <laughs> in the perspective, right? It's just something bigger, uh, bigger than just a simplicity of an action, right? 
We need to think about ourselves in a good way and we need to fight against us. Just fight your laziness. Just try to be a little bit better than yesterday and you will win. In the perspective of many days, years and ages, you will win. You need to understand it now <laughs> because the new year is coming. You see yourself uh, as, a, a as an opponent, not other people. And you fight every day with your laziness, with your procrastinations, with your fuck ups, with your failures, right? Fight with yourself, not others. Others are friends. And, be and remember, the world is your mirror. If you see something going, running there, it's your mirror. It means that you are running, you are doing things. And these people uh, made this type of lifestyle because it's your motivation, for your motivation. They did good job for you because you can see it and say, oh, wow, how great is it, right? It is so great. I want to do the same and I need to fight my procrastination. Wow, this belly looks so good. I want to have the same belly. Belly means your stomach area, right? Your abs. You see great abs on someone and you want to have the same abs, right? You, oh my God, I'm so jealous right now. I want to have the same abs. Just do your job and look, in the, look at the mirror and just proclaim positively. Proclaim, like make a decision. I want to have great abs tomorrow. Tomorrow, it's not possible, <laughs> I would say. But next year, I will have great abs and fight against yourself. Okay, it's enough. Let's go uh, to the fourth stage. Yeah, third one was very important, guys. Just think of it because I was in a big drama, right? I didn't understand that point, but now I do. I do understand. Number four, sometimes saying goodbye doesn't mean you don't love something. It just means you love yourself too. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a very good one, a very deep one. Let's read it again. Sometimes saying goodbye doesn't mean you don't love something. It just means you love yourself too. Let's imagine. There are people <laughs> like me, um, I always say yes. I, I just cannot say no. It is not my style, right? But sometimes you, you have to say no. You have to say bye-bye to someone because something could be toxic, uh, can be or could be toxic for you. Because it doesn't mean that you're a bad person, right? When you say goodbye, when you say no, when you say not sorry, because you have your own personality and sometimes you love, you should, you must, you have to love yourself too, right? Um, it's important. It's vitally important to say no sometimes. And it doesn't mean you don't love something or someone. It means you love yourself. You love your body. You love your consciousness. You love your own being, right? And uh, it's important to say something like that. Say no. Say goodbye for bad experiences. And say yes to something great. Because you love yourself. You love uh, changes. 
and you want you don't want to be the same. Say goodbye to your bad experiences and say hello to your new experiences. All right? It means you love yourself. It means you grow. Number five, that lesson will repeat itself until you learn it. Oh my God, that is big. That lesson will repeat itself until you learn it. Yeah. Um, it's a very big and deep thing as well, because when we live life, we see different experiences just flushing around, just rolling, <laughs> and uh, you experience different type of situations, right? For example, you see negative energy from other people, right? And someone say something bad to you again and again, again and again, but they do it for a reason, right? Why they do it? And like we discussed before, life or uh, the world is a mirror, right? They reflecting this negative energy to you because something is happening wrong. So maybe you are doing something wrong. This is a lesson for you. Why the person is saying something bad to you. Okay. Why that experience repeat itself, right? Why? There is a reason. We need to find the reason. Maybe you're doing something wrong. Maybe it's not the right time. Maybe you need to change something, you know, in, li in life, right? Maybe you do something differently now and it means it's going to change, right? You, you need to change something because if you don't, if you don't change anything, the lesson will repeat itself. You would see um, something bad happening again and again until you learn it, until you learn it. For example, uh, my experience with my relationships. Oh my God, I, I see it again and again when something wrong you know, happens, right? I see the same uh, lesson. And finally, I should learn it. I should learn it nicely and accept the situation and go forward. Without that, it's impossible to uh, learn the lesson. So if you see something wrong happening around you, try to learn, try to understand what is the lesson here. If you have problem with money, okay, just, just ask yourself, what is the lesson? What I should learn here, here and now, maybe I should learn how to save money. Maybe I should learn how to not spend <laughs> money, right? And how to save again. So we're coming back. So we just should learn something. Think of it. That lesson will repeat itself until you learn it. That lesson, this lesson, whatever. Number six, if you keep one hand on your past and one hand on your future, you will never have either. Um, to embrace tomorrow, you must let go of yesterday. This is a very good. If you keep one hand on your past and one hand on your future, you will never have either. To embrace tomorrow, you must let go of yesterday. Okay? So good word here is embrace, right? 
Um, what it means here, let's say when you control, you know, when you keep your hand on your past, you try to live in the past. Let's imagine my experience, right? I was in America, right? And I think a lot, oh, it was amazing, right? I had great experience in America. Wow, it was amazing. And every day, every day I wake up and, uh, my God, there is a British soul woke up in me. Yeah, mate. So why say, um, you know, I said something British, right? Just relax. So if you keep one hand on your past and I think, oh my God, America, that's great. Oh my God, that is that was amazing. I met so many great people there. I had, I had, I had, and you're not living life now. So it's just, you know, we, we, we're not, we have no self-awareness, right? We're not here and now. We have no concentration on the moment. We, we live you know, somewhere there, right? We keep our hand on our past. And another hand, we think only about the future, right? We, we like think, oh my God, um, so I live, I live life here. I live life there. And uh, no, I live life in the past. I lived life in the past and I will live life in the future. And you always in this, imagination process, right? When you just imagining, imagining, imagining what you want to have and you think about the past and you never breathe, you know, inhale, exhale, here and now, you never do that. And you will never have either, right? It means uh, that you, you have nothing from the past and from the future. So you have no moment here and you will never experience something like you see in your mind because you're just programming yourself about the future, future, future experience and not the experience here and now. Yes, it's a good practice when you think or imagining a good experience and you feel emotions here and now. This is good because you're imagining a good experience in the future and you feel emotions here and now because you attract that experience that way it's a good thing but when you are uh, just um, imagining and having uh, the moment right and you just think you're just thinking about the past about the future and nothing else this is not so good you have none you have none you never have Either. By the way, I, I'm just disturbed by this either. All the time I'm just messing up with these stupid words. Um, I just want to double check. Is it either or either? Uh, because this is my fuck up. I'm not very familiar with that stupid word. Let me double check with Google. Uh, I think it's either. I think I'm correct. Uh, yeah. Because um, either it's more like either am I, either do I. So, but here is either. I think this is the correct word used. Yeah. Um, either, right? We never, uh, you will never have either. It means you will never have both, right? And uh, that's what I see. To embrace tomorrow, you must let go of yesterday. 
oh, it's a very good word, to embrace tomorrow, right? To face, to uh, um, experience the day which comes, right? Or which is coming soon. You must let go of yesterday. You must say bye-bye to your yesterday experience, right? You need to say, thank you, America. It was great from my perspective. It was great. Thank you. It was an amazing experience, but now I live in Russia and I do have a great experience here and I, um, I'm very grateful, right? I'm uh, full of my uh, thankfulness, right? I uh, feel gratitude here and now, right? I'm, I'm excited. I'm, uh, having joy this moment, this exact moment, this very moment, I feel it. And, uh, I'm ready, uh, to embrace my day, right? My, my new day. And I must let go my past. I must let go all the previous experience, right? That's the number six. I will read it again for you. If you keep one hand on your past and one hand on your future, you will never have either. To embrace tomorrow, you must let go of yesterday. You must let go of yesterday. That's a very good phrase. And number seven, last but not least, the world starts and ends entirely inside your mind. Oh my God, so deep. The world starts and ends entirely, fully inside your mind. The whole world inside of our minds, guys. No matter where you end up, no matter how rich or successful you become, you won't enjoy any of it if you get there at the expense of your mental health. Oh my God. Oh my God. So great. No matter where you end up, no matter when you finish your life, no matter how rich, no matter how much money you have or successful you become, how many houses you have, how many jobs you succeeded, how many projects you have accomplished, you won't enjoy any of it if you get there at the expense of your mental health. It means nothing matters but your mental health. Without great mental health, without good emotion, emotional intelligence, emotional feelings, mental conditions, you everything means nothing, okay? When you have a big house, but your mental, mental health fucked up, it means you cannot experience the pleasure of this beautiful house. You couldn't feel it. You can't feel it when you have um, bad mental health. We need to take care of our mental health day by day. We need to feel joy. We need to experience something positive. And then it leads to something great. Mental health is a lot. And this statement is about this. Take care of your mental health because no matter how rich you are, no matter how successful you become, no matter what do you enjoy, right? The most here and now, what's really matters, what really matters is your mental health. Okay. Think of your mental health a lot. 
take care of it. What does it mean mental health? It's your emotional side. It's your emotional level. It's your psychological conditions, right? Your inner, say, logical sensitivity (laughs) or whatever. You just, um, it's your emotional body, right? You have physical body and emotional body. So your mental health must be in a good shape, in a good condition. How to improve your mental energy, your mental health. What I do for it, I do meditations, right? Different meditation. Every day I wake up 5.30 right now, right? My December micro habit. And then I do my little meditation. So today I have accomplished yoga practice, right? 10 minutes of yoga. Another good mental health shaping experience, right? I just, I can shape my experience in a good way. With yoga, I uh, work with my uh, physical body and I work with my mental health because I'm I'm trying to use my self-awareness. I'm realizing that I'm here and now, I'm doing this stretch, I'm doing this stretching process, right? And that's what I want to experience right now. So I say bye-bye to my old past experiences. I say hello to my new moment here and now. And I, I'm building my great future here and now, okay? So that was seven things most people take over a lifetime to learn. You can grow. You can just improve yourself day by day just using these seven things. And uh, your life going to change a lot. I would re- repeat them again for you guys. First, fi- first things first. First, now uh, the thing number one is feeling sad after making a decision doesn't mean it was the wrong decision, right? Second, life is not tiring. Wanting life to be a certain way, but not having the confidence to make it that way is tiring. Self-awareness is realizing that there is no opponent you're fighting against yourself. Number four, sometimes saying goodbye doesn't mean you don't love something. It just means you love yourself too. Number five, that lesson will repeat itself until you learn it. Number six, if you keep one hand on your past and one hand on your future, you will never have either. To embrace tomorrow, you must let go of yesterday. And number seven, the world starts and ends entirely inside your mind. No matter where you end up, no matter how rich or successful you become, you won't enjoy any of it if you get there at the expense of your mental health. And you know what, guys? It's still bugging me. I don't know why, but I feel like this either is so weird i need to concentrate my attention on either either thing so see uh if you feel that something is going wrong with your english try to spend a little bit more time on it so just evolve every day i feel lack of confidence here right and i definitely need to double check this either either situation maybe some rules maybe some usage of it right maybe see more examples with it because i feel kind of lack of knowledge here and uh I'm announcing it here publicly. Yeah, English teachers are not perfect, right? It's just the way of evolution, the way of growth is everywhere. It's just hiding in a good spots. So you just need to find enough confidence to announce it. Uh, look at the mirror and say, hey, I'm not perfect, but I'm ready to grow day by day 
with Emotional English Podcast. Because we here, we learn our English effortlessly. We learn our English positively. We learn our English with a lot of great joy and beautiful, uh, I don't know what I said. Um, with a lot of excitement, right? Let's say this. And uh, just be yourself. Be who you are. And uh, just realize your fuck-ups and uh, work with that. Work with these and be grateful. As always, I have a website. It's www.danilabondarenko.ru, in the end. And you can go there and you can subscribe. Uh, you can apply for your first tryout lesson. And you can, right now, uh, I have a waiting list, but it's okay. Don't worry about it. Just uh, send me your application form on the website. And one day we'll have uh, a language lesson with you. Uh, just to try out your skills, just to plan your journey of English, your perspective of the future. It's free of charge, of course. And next, you can plan your joy with me if you want so. Um, another thing, I have a Instagram page. It's Instagram.com uh, or just at Bondarison, B-O-N-D-A-R-I-S-O-N. And you just go there and you check my Instagram page. Bondarison slash uh, Instagram.com slash Bondarison. And then I have a TikTok channel. It's English dot bon, uh, Oh, it's, it's Bondarison dot English, right? Bondarison dot English, right? And that's it for today. Thank you guys. Uh, lots of love to y'all. And I see you next time with our beautiful emotional English podcast. And we're going to speak about, about resolutions. Okay, see you there. Have an amazing day, night, or whatever you have, afternoon. So just be cool and learn English. See you later. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it's it's Daniel again. So sorry for my against uh, for my confusion. Why it it didn't sound right for me previously because it was the stupid British English, you know, like uh it's just um I've just double-checked uh, the website. By the way, you can write down your, this website. It's called Youglish. So you can just type any phrase or word there and you can double-check how people use this phrase. And I've realized that it's just not actually a big difference. Um, you can just use both, um, either or either. Uh, but it's just um, the British and American pronunciation differ that's the only thing the difference is only in the pronunciation and that's why it's confused me i thought that it had like a huge difference um between uh these words right but actually it's just uh the idea of a culture right now when we have uh, the global language right so we don't have american english anymore and uh, english uh, of england right we have just the global language and uh, you just need to know both, right? So when I used either in the situation I used <laughs> in, in my podcast today, right? Um, it was correct. Uh, it was not bad. You just need to understand when you say either or either, you just want to say something like two, right? Both, right? Um, just you have this idea in your mind that you're speaking uh, either a witch, right? Or either a witch. It's actually the same. Um, either am I uh, or uh, either am I. 
The same, it's just the British or American pronunciation. That's what I understand right now. Uh, maybe I'm not fully correct, but I'm sharing here my knowledge. So this podcast is about my knowledge, what I know, what I understand. I don't like uh, to uh, say something what I don't know. If I do, so <laughs> I say it like I said it today. So I didn't know, I double checked and uh, it confused me because I, I've seen both a lot. Some people said either, some people said either. And I was not curious enough to double check the meaning of this pronunciation, right? I thought that it, it's just different situations and you need to pronounce it differently. It, de it depends on the situation, right? But guys, that's pretty easy. Either, right, or uh, neither. So it's just American, right? And uh, either... It's this deep thong in British pronunciation. So that's it. That's it. So that's my little comment here. And uh, again, have an amazing day. Uh, have a great time and just uh, be cool. <laughs> if you stop listening to your podcast when I said bye-bye, no, 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 it's not and, it's not all. Just uh, check it out and I see you very soon. Bye-bye.